This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. We're really hopeful that a, a, a supervised consumption site in a clinical setting is our first really good opportunity to develop relationships with vulnerable, addicted people to help them target them towards the treatment services they need. Okay, well, this is significant, I think. That is Roger Chaffin, who is the police chief in Calgary. Uh, and he is embracing the idea of supervised consumption sites as a way of dealing with the opioid addiction crisis in Calgary. And it's been particularly acute. Uh, so the police chief speaking yesterday at Bow Valley College, acknowledging that this is not something that police can arrest their way out of. This is not going to be a problem that's going to be solved through law enforcement alone. And we need to look at this in part as a health issue and a ch- health challenge. Uh, and so as the chief sees it, it would be, you know, the police partnering with Alberta Health and other organizations to have kind of a multifaceted response to this that would involve, as he said, safe consumption sites. I mean, the reality is that people are overdosing. People are taking drugs, perhaps not realizing maybe that there is fentanyl present. So it creates a dangerous situation. That lives could be saved by having places where these addicts could go, where at least there would be health professionals on site. It would be a much safer kind of environment. And that seems to be, I think, step one is keeping people alive and then helping them deal with their addiction. So there have been steps taken in this direction. Uh, There was funding announced last year by the province to to examine the need for these kinds of, of sites. Joining us on the line to talk more about it is Leslie Hill, executive director of HIV Community Link and co chair of the Calgary Coalition on Supervised Consumption. Leslie, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, I mean, as as the Calgary Police Service or the chief in particular, I mean, have they expressed support for this before, or was that the first you you've heard the chief uh, speak about this? Um, we haven't spoken directly with uh, with Chief Chaffin, but we have heard um, through city officials that he was supportive of supervised consumption. I think it's an excellent step that he's come out publicly in support of of the uh, implementation of supervised consumption services. Okay, and, and that's significant. I mean, you know, I, I think we've seen elsewhere in Canada, maybe police services have been apprehensive about this kind of a harm reduction approach, but to have them as, as partners is certainly important, isn't it? It's absolutely crucial to the success of the, of the programs, for sure. Um, I think there's a little bit of tension between the idea of enforcement and the, um, the aspect of supervised consumption that's about a public health issue and a health care issue and how you how you work those two things together and to have the police service at this at the table when we're planning services is really crucial indeed all right so where are things at in calgary by the way are we close to to seeing these sites established i think um we're coming we've come a long way even in the six months since um since the uh, Alberta government announced funding for a needs assessment. Um, that does take some time, and we recognize the need for an urgent response. So, you know, we're trying to balance the 
the need for a good, robust assessment and planning process with recognizing that this, um, this crisis is escalating and that we really need to respond urgently. And, I mean, talk a bit about the crisis, because uh, we refer to it as a fentanyl crisis often, but it's, it seems to be bigger than that. Yeah, it certainly is bigger than that. Um, what gets reported is the um, deaths that are associated with fentanyl. And the information that was publicly released last week by Alberta Health said that there were 51 deaths in Alberta in the first six weeks of, of 2017. That's almost twice the number um, during the same period last year. And 25 of those deaths were in Calgary. So half of the deaths were in Calgary um, as compared to the overall province, so that we we know that there's an urgent need in Calgary, and that um, and that there's definitely cause to implement services. So, how does a, a safe consumption site work? Um, generally speaking, how it works is that um, there would be medical staff on site, nursing s- support, as well as human service support. So that would be social workers or case workers, that type of thing. Um, and a client would come in and there would be a, some assessment of how they're doing and, and what drugs they're using and what supports they need. There'd be some conversation with them. And then they would be, um, they, they would be allowed to use their drugs on site and they would be monitored, me- monitored medically so that if there is an overdose that the um, medical staff can respond. Um, but as a part of that service, there's also, you know, a really crucial component of, of, providing service in a non-judgmental way, um, recognizing that there are people who are at every stage of readiness when it comes to substance use, and some are at a point where they want to seek treatment and and, um, stop using substances, and some aren't at that point yet. So if we're building trusting and respectful relationships, then it allows them to walk through our door more regularly, and we can have those conversations on a regular basis. And it increases access to health services to housing supports, um, you know, employment supports, whatever people need. Um, it creates an opportunity to have those conversations and create linkages. Now, how is this different then from what's, for example, in Vancouver, inside the safe injection site? It sounds like it would be similar, but are, are there differences, important differences too? Um, so Insight is a is kind of a standalone facility. Their their entire purpose is um, to supervise injection. We talk about supervised consumption rather than safe injection because we don't believe that drug use is safe. So we talk about supervision, medical supervision, because we think we can make it safer, but we don't want to imply that we think drug use is safe. Um, and we're talking about consumption rather than injection because we think injection limits it to one motive of um, of ingesting your your drugs, so we know that people use in many different ways. They swallow pills, they inhale, you know, injection, and all of that kind of thing. So we don't want to limit the service, knowing the scope of the of the opioid crisis. Um, the you know, Insight is a standalone site, but there's also other sites that are integrated into other. Um, services. So an example of that would be the Dr. Peter Center in Vancouver, which is integrated into a supportive housing facility. Um, and so there's other services on site and it's not the sole purpose. Here in Calgary, we're, you know, we're in the, in the process of doing a needs assessment, which, um, 
which will allow us to speak to people who are using drugs and help and, and ask them what they think would be of benefit for them, what areas of the city, um, what they would want to see in the service, that kind of thing, so that we can plan the services that are going to most effectively meet their needs. That's a big part of our planning process and a really important piece. Um, other pieces include, you know, focus groups with service providers and that kind of thing so that we can get a sense of what everyone thinks is the best um, service for the community. That process is taking us a little bit of time, as I said, but we're also, you know, looking at what we can do urgently to meet the need. Okay, so if Alberta Health Services is, in, is involved, this could be, theoretically, this could occur with on an existing health uh, site, like a hospital or, or something. Yeah, I think there's potential for it to exist within Alberta Health Services or to exist within another community-based organization, for sure. I think there's lots of options. All right. And so I, I guess in terms of how it helps address the crisis, it's about preventing deaths, basically. Absolutely. I think, um, I mean, the primary goal, obviously, would be to uh, decrease the rate of overdose death, um, but also... You know, the supervised consumption services have been shown to have many positive impacts for the community. Um, they've been shown to increase community safety by decreasing the amount of discarded injection equipment um, that's outside, you know, in parks and that kind of thing, decreasing public injection, and some have been associated with decreases in crime rates, um, and also with decreased use of emergency services, so EMS, police, um, uh, emergency room, so ultimately lowering health care costs. There's lots of benefits to the community. Right. In terms of the health care costs, I mean, if we can prevent, for example, cases of hepatitis, HIV, that there's that's certainly uh, less of a burden on the system. There is significant savings. Um, it's estimated that one uh, one HIV diagnosis costs the health care system about $1.3 million over the course of the person's lifetime. Um, so you can imagine if, you know, we're we're reducing HIV transmission, there's a significant reduction to healthcare costs. All right, so how close do you think we are then uh, in Calgary? Um, I, you know, it's, it's hard to speculate. We're, it, we're, um, we're working as fast as we can. Part yeah. of it is just about going through the process of, um, you know, going through an ethics application for research and all of that kind of thing so that we can get it done. Um, but we're poised to act as quickly as we can once we get through that process. Um, so I suspect that we'll be complete our needs assessment in the next couple of months and then be able to start planning services, um, you know, for implementation as quickly as we can. Uh, part of the barrier to that is the that one of the criteria is that you have to apply for exemption to the Controlled Drugs and Substances Act of the federal government. Right. And there's a bunch of requirements that we have to meet in order to do that. Um, so part of that is the needs assessment and um, engagement of the community and that kind of thing. So all of that stuff takes time and we're all, you know, the provincial, municipal, federal governments, the police service, Alberta Health Services, community-based organizations, we're all working as quickly as we can and collaboratively to meet that response. Right. And the funding for this is coming from the province then? Yeah, funding for the yeah. needs assessment for sure. And I guess then once these sites are being operated, that would be uh, AHS funding? Or how would that um, work? You know, I think that's yet to be determined. Um, okay. I haven't heard anything at this point about where operational funding would come from. 
Okay. All right. Well, we'll stay tuned for further developments. Leslie, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. All right. There you go. That's uh, Leslie Hill, who's the executive director of HIV Community Link, co-chair of the Calgary Coalition on Supervised Consumption. Uh, so steps being made towards having this kind of service available. And as you heard, the chief of police is uh, backing this approach as well. 403-974-8255. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.